Welcome everyone to House on Fire, an Austin Oaks Church parenting podcast where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desire is to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And today on the podcast, we have uh, the Bushes with us, Austin and Rochelle Bush. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. Doing good, Lucas. Thanks. Good. Glad to have you guys on. And you guys have been a part of the church for a very long time. Over yeah. 20 years? Um, No, more like Daniel's age. So okay. 17. 17. Okay. 17, right. 18 years. Yeah. Okay. Got us beat by about 10 years. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you guys and your family and what you do and all of those things. So people can kind of have a glimpse of who the Bushes are. Okay. I'll start. Um, like Lucas said, my name's Austin Bush. Um, our family, we have two kids. Um, one, Daniel, who's a senior in high school and another one, Abby, who's an eighth grader and she turns 14 next week. Um, and we live here in Southwest Austin. We've been in the same house since 2004. So we've been here quite a while. Um, and we've been married. I'm looking at you <laughs> for 20 years, 20 years, 20 years, blissful years, man. Yep. 20 years. Um, so that's what, what would you add on to that? Rochelle? Um, we've grown a lot, both, um, individually and as a couple. Yeah. And, uh, we're thankful to God for that. Yeah, for sure. Both used to work at UT, right? I still work. You still work there. Okay. Part-time, right? Yes. Okay. And Austin used to be in the tower. Yeah. I, I, I worked at UT for 10 years. Um, most of the time in the tower, uh, halfway up overlooking the turtles. So I if, love if, it. Yeah, if anyone's a Longhorn, they know what that means. Yes. Um, well, I didn't know what that was till two years ago. I, yeah. I I was with Brandon King, and I was I was like, "Hey man, just show me campus." I'm like, "Bro, what's up with this turtle farm?" Like, and he's like, it's yeah. just, "There's just a turtle farm." I'm yeah. like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Whenever whenever they form the base of the one in the tower, you know, when we win a national championship, um, which happens often, just not in football, <laughs> and um, it, the base of the one is on the 16th floor. So okay. I, was, I was on the 14th floor. So two. Two windows, you know, below the base of the one. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I'm not there now. I do. I'm in the software engineering space and I work for a startup here in town called SpyCloud. I've been there for about four years. Okay. So. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. Anything else you want to say? Mm, no. By okay. way of intro? No. That's All okay. right. Perfect. Uh, what areas could people, if they're going to run into you, what areas of, of the church, like in serving or things that you guys are involved in, would they rub shoulders or find you guys doing? We um, are in Raising Teens. Yeah. Um, and um, I did choir before, and so I used to sing with Mary Ellen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, where else would we be? We used to be we we used to do children's yeah. ministry for a long time actually until COVID hit and um, I haven't gotten back and I see Eileen maybe that's a sign <laughs> <laughs> yeah could, could be could be yeah. yeah maybe not but could be and uh, I help you Lucas Wednesday night with the youth so yeah um, you know we help with the senior or I help with the seniors and we helped with them probably when they were in diapers. Yeah, since um, they were little. Yes. So, so a, lot, a lot of those kids. Give uh, some background to that. Because I actually, when I found that, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, because you coached them in baseball. 
Yeah, some you of know? the kids. And like, like, like Esteban uh, was on soccer, soccer team. I, I joke with him saying his soccer skills he owes to me because I <laughs> that's awesome. In the second grade, um, <laughs> Adam Smykla, uh, David Anzai, remember them from way back when. And then, um, you know, some of the kids are, are family friends that I've been, yeah, like I, their dads were friends with my brother in high school. So like Matt Hames, you know, I remember visiting Jack. I remember visiting Matt and Beth when Jackson was Jackson. born. Man, that's, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been, since being in Austin for six years, I've really come to enjoy longevity in life. Just, um, I've seen families leave church and come back. I've seen, you know, sixth yeah. graders graduate and I just, there's something to be said about, uh, being able to look back and remember, uh, just, you know, the things of life and seeing, yeah. seeing that unfold. Yeah. And, um, and there's certain, I mean, it, you're free to move churches and, and do things, but there yeah. are certain blessings that you get by being at the same place yeah. for, for a long time. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about family worship, which awesome. You and I, we've, we've had conversations about this. Oh man, at least probably the six years that I've a little over six years that I've known you guys. And we've specifically talked about these things. And so what does uh, family worship look like for you guys? Yeah, it's, um, you could call it family devotion or family worship, yeah. but it's um, just making the effort to have a, consistent scheduled time for the family to get together and do something yeah. with the spiritual content. Yeah. Um, that's how I might describe it. How does that sound good? Rochelle? That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all with the caveat of we are not doing it well right now <laughs> well, well, <I laughs> as the kids get older, but, um, I Particularly back are, in the day, we were very diligent about doing it regularly. Yeah, I think there are different stages of it. And um, if you start early, which we did, um, I thought it was such a blessing to um, to us to have it earlier on because I think it did bless us as a family. I yeah. mean, it, um, it brought us closer together. It brought us closer to God and... And we have memories doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So like <laughs> Wednesday, I mean, I, I'm thinking back to when the kids were young. That so, now like diaper, like, no, like my kids at like sixth grade or six years old, four like, years old, something like that. Daniel was kinder and kinder first grade. Okay. And then yeah. Abby was three years old. And, you know, considering Abby was more, I can sit down and draw or look yeah. at mom and dad for a long time. I'm sure. Some. <laughs> Some kids may not be able to do that, but it was it was it was a perfect time to do it. Um, so, I think one thing I would let parents know is don't af be afraid to try it, hmm. even if yeah. even if they're at that stage where they can't sit down. Um, five minutes is great. Um, it's it's not quantity, but quality yeah. for sure. And it's important to know, like the, the biblical principle still stands. It just, but there's a million ways to apply it. For sure. I mean, just so what? It, one thing that may work for you guys that may not work for us, and vice versa. And so that, that that's not a a bad thing. It just is what it is. And so just find what works and and just be consistent with it. You know. Correct. Yeah. yeah that's 
Yeah. So, so to give you an example of like the latest iteration of it, which um, we were pretty good about um, probably until our oldest got a car. <laughs> got well, and challenging is like Sunday. Where, where are you going, son? We want to do family time. It's yeah. Like, well, I'm going over to my friends for Bible study. It's like, we just need to accept and do it with the three of us, you know, Rochelle, me and Abby. Um, he could but, totally be lying. <laughs> no, 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 he's just not. Kidding. I mean, he could be. <laughs> uh, um, but, uh, you know, as an example, um, like, let's say the, the middle school years, um, and we didn't always do it, but we were pretty good about it, uh, would be Sunday. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And the routine would be we would read, pick something that might be sermon-based or whatnot. Um, we yeah. would read a chapter or two from the Bible, um, talk about it briefly. And then we would, um, we would pray together. You know, we'd, we'd sit in a circle, we'd hold hands. Uh, each person would have at least one thing to pray about and we'd go around the circle and pray. And at the end we would say the Lord's prayer together. Yeah. And it would take, depending on how preachy, <laughs> or lectury I was or Rochelle was. Um, it might take 10 minutes. It might take 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and that was it, you know, but we did it. And, and we were together praying together. And, and that's middle school and higher. When we were, when the, the kids were younger, I remember doing, Austin um, made us binders. I made a, a family hymnal. Okay. So, yeah. uh, seriously. Um, and we would sing the songs there if it's um, B I B L E yeah. or I am a C, I am a C. Yeah. Um, and uh, spell Christian, you know. Um, and we'd sing those songs and we'd have um, little poetries, little prayers yeah. uh, in there. And then uh, f- when they were little, th- it was actually part of school as well where they had um, a diary and they could just say one sentence or yeah. just draw something. And we would have them do that and present it to the family. Yeah, so it, that's great. it helps them be comfortable talking about what they've done and just public speaking, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and be comfortable talking about anything about their lives, like yeah. talking to the Lord. Imagine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's so, great. I mean, those were simple young things that kids would enjoy to For talk sure. about themselves, write something, sing something. And, uh, what else did we do when they were little? I think those are the things that I remembered. Yeah. And you, you know, you could buy like, uh, coloring books and activity books and we had, uh, I don't know how we, we found this. There's these, uh, nest videos. That are like NEST. It was the Simpkins. NEST. Yeah. Somebody, John yeah, Simpkins. John Simpkins. It was a recommendation. You know, somebody said these are really good. And um, so they're just animated Bible stories. Oh, yeah. Similar um, like the Bible project type stuff. Uh, it's meant for kids. It's okay. Animated and it's, okay. it's meant for kids and it kind of has an 80s cartoonish vibe to nice. it. But would, would somebody be able to find these on YouTube? No, no. They, they try to. It's like a VHS. They try to keep it. Uh, they have it in Redeem TV. Right. They do. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. not sure where, yeah. where where it's it's hard to find for free, and so I was looking at it and I was like, "Oh, you got a recommendation." And it was like 
a thousand bucks or something oh. like that for the whole set, you know, from, from, um, old Testament to, yeah. New Testament. Oh, wow. And, um, I was just looking and, um, it's like, well, let me go look on eBay and, uh, they have the whole set for like 150 bucks on eBay. That's still a lot, <laughs> man. A lot. But you know, you shrug your shoulders and it's like, you know, that's like what one or two months of piano. And we know the kids aren't going to be piano players when they grow up, you know? So let's yeah. just let's spring, spring for sure. And, um, and, and, and those were memorable times too. I mean, the, the kids still remember yeah. some of the snippets that were said in those, yeah. Yeah. those shows. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, they are Bible stories for sure. So, so yeah. I mean, things like that, you know, yeah. just things no, like that. I like it. What, what values drove, like, I don't want to assume, obviously I, I know I've known you guys, I know you're believers, you know, like, but what, like what, what values drove why you guys would say, we're going to try to make time as best intentional time with our family to read, study, pray, watch it, you know, just something, spir- a spiritual component. What values drove that? I don't want to make any assumptions on that. Sure. Well, well for me, I think it was um, one of the, you know, probably top three most impactful talks that I heard. And it was, you know, our, our kids go to Veritas, a Christian school, and it was... Um, orientation week and they had a speaker come in who actually is the he's like like an uncle-in-law of one of our daughter's best friends and um pastor guy and he gave a talk i think his name's rob right now or ryan right something like that okay rob right now but um he talked about the importance of uh of, of family time and uh, the family is god's he called it family worship yeah god's okay. primary um, institution, if you were, where, where discipleship is to take place is the family. Yeah. And he made that case. And so I'll read from Deuteronomy six, you know, it's a well-known verse for yeah. Christian parents and, and, and Jewish parents. Um, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. What's the first commandment, right? Love the Lord, your God with all your heart. So all your might. And then, you know, he was talking about this as like an exposition on the first commandment. Um, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Um, and so the talk was on basically those verses, right? Yeah. And, it, and so that that's you know where the values come from is, I think I joked with you, Lucas, one time you were asking me something. I said, well, the first, the first thing is, um, is apparent, I would say, is you need to love God. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, does it, so let's just start there and stop there for a while. Do you really love him? Do you know him? Yeah. Do you know how he is active in your life to um, soften your heart towards other people, be more merciful, more gentle? Um, do you love that he's doing that to you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and if, if so, that, you know, do you start there? And if you love something, you're going to want to share it with your, with your family. Yeah. So that's, 
that's how I would answer. That's a long answer. But. Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate that much. And often I, you know, I don't know. I feel like I, I view things in extremes and, and I observe things in extremes. And I feel like there's two extremes in the context of the church today. Like where there's families that attend church and are always here, you know, which is great. Like that, that that's a biblical mandate. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not sinful. But just because you're here does not mean you and your family are thriving and your walk with the Lord is great. Um, so I see that often where like, that's like, well, we'll let the church do, we'll let the church take care of the spiritual influence of our kids and our teenagers. And so that that's, a, that's an extreme viewpoint, but there's also the other extreme viewpoint that I've observed that would say like, well, it's mom and dad, we're the ones against, only. Against the world. Yeah, again, <laughs> you know, and and I see that. I don't see that as much. I actually, I actually see the other extreme more often in my observation, like not, you know, I don't have Bible verses to back this up, but, um, and, and so, but you know, both matter, both are really significant. Mm -hmm. And so, and we've talked a lot about just how, um, the biblical mandate for men to lead their families Mm -hmm. and the sin of Adam and Eve and the passivity that existed then. And that has still existed in a majority of men, Maybe not majority. In many men today, yeah, that causes them to not want to spiritually lead their families. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yes. and and I and I don't like I don't say that to be demeaning to any because there's I'm, I have to fight. Most people would not probably know this about me, but I have to fight passivity. Yeah, most people would never probably associate Lucas with passivity, but I have yeah. to fight that. And so, yeah, maybe to speak into that because I think that's a big part of it. Austin is where. People don't feel, and I think they're excuses that don't really matter. Like, oh, I don't know enough or, you know, I've got, I'm too busy. All these excuses where they won't actually lead their families. Yeah. I don't know if I would say that I lead my family well. <laughs> well, and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that just, <laughs> yeah, because the thing I love about scripture is they all yeah. did a terrible job. And yeah. that just, it brings me a lot of hope. <laughs> look, like when I look at David, I'm like, he was a man after God's heart, but that dude did yeah. some crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We and mistakes. <laughs> like in, in our sure. culture today, it'd be like, Oh, we're going to cancel him right away. But yeah. That's not what God did. And that, I just love that about, I mean, God's discipline was there, his justice, Yeah, but he still used every parent in the scripture who bombed it. They all did terrible. Yeah. And so. God is just patient that way. And we're not, I mean, I see myself not being patient even during worship time. <laughs> What, what do you, I'm intrigued. What do you mean by that, Rochelle? Um, well, uh, okay. Y- you say that the dad should lead their families. Yes, right? biblically. Without, it, hands down, that's what the scripture commands and, and of teaches. Of course, here comes Eve, myself. Yeah. And just, you're not doing it right. Yeah. How come you're not doing it this way or this way or this way? That's my issue. Mm. And so, um, it's not long enough. It's not fun enough. You're boring us. <laughs> I, I mean, this is awesome. I'm just being honest. Yeah, no, but, I appreciate it. Um, and and we have to fight that. And Austin and I have to work that out together. Um, what drives me to do worship is my love of God, love of my family. Yeah. So, um. Those are important things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when when after that talk by um, Rob, it was a life changer. 
it, I, I, I think when we started doing it, it was hard work. It, we, we had to be intentional. Yeah. And that's a big deal to be intentional. Yeah. Um, that it, I think God blessed us that way. He gave us the grace to work things out, whatever kinks we had to work out. Yeah. And gave us, a, gave us the grace to be close, closer now than we could have been, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well said. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, and, um, uh, kind of what, before you go on, I kind of peel back to the, the idea of, you know, men's struggle with passivity. Mm. Um, which if you look at the story of Adam and Eve, um, you know, God commanded Adam, you, you can eat of any, any, any fruit of any tree except for this one. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it says that it talks about how uh, the serpent is tempting Eve and we don't know what, what Adam's doing while that's happening. Yeah. But then it says that she took and eat and her husband was right with there. Her. Yep. And, and he ate, um, and he took an eight and then, um, God didn't say anything. Yeah. God, God calls, he didn't, God calls Adam to account first Yeah, before he calls Eve to account. And, and when he called, and this is my take on it and some people obviously disagree with yeah. it, but, um, you know, my take is, uh, he's giving Adam a second chance. Mm-hmm. I was saying, okay, you failed to protect your wife. Now I'm giving you a second chance to lead her. Uh, in 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 the uh, in confession, mm-hmm. you know the spiritual act of confession. And Adam's uh, confession was <laughs> the woman you gave <laughs> that you gave me God. So he he, he he blames it on the woman and and on God. You know, yes, the woman that you gave me, she 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 did it. You know, this is not how confessions should go. <laughs> the Bible doesn't clearly say and, it that way, but this is it's yeah, understood here. Yeah, but the, the beauty of it is 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 as I always like to say, um, by the end of the story. Uh, they're not walking out with just fig leaves. They've actually got real, real clothing. Yeah. And that, um, kind of, you know, one of, one of the, one of the morals of that story is that God will not respect your desire for secrecy. Mm-hmm. You can't keep it secret. He's, he's no, he won't respect that, but he will respect your privacy. You know, God, mm-hmm. through your family, through your church, God, God will provide you a private place to deal with your issues mm-hmm. and, and to encourage people to have, Faith in that, faith in God that will He will provide you a private place, and respect your privacy, not your secrecy, but your privacy, to deal with uh, certain issues. But anyway, so you know, we would say that we've we all inherit that nature of passivity, yeah, and um, and it comes natural to us, and so it's a fight, like you say, you fight for your family, yeah, you know, you got to fight, um, and. It helps when you love God that you the strength, strength for the fight. You know, you actually love Him. You know, yeah. you really do. You really do. Um, and then you'll have you'll have you'll find your strength there to fight that passivity for sure. Yeah. What what encouragement would you guys give to f- parents about how to uh, fight for like family devotional and family worship time? Like, what would you what would you say to 
um, parents on how to, no matter what stage of life you're in, you know, it's, things are going to slow down. There's always going to be whatever obstacles that we've got to overcome. But what, what key principles would you guys share with parents to help them fight for this in their own homes? And, I, and, and, and we're not saying get them in the car and get them just to a church building, but like to, you know, the other six days a week, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I would say take that one step. Um, I think uh, a lot of people have um, different ideas on how it should look. Don't even think about that. You know, it's word. just like, um, just take a step. Let's say, you know, you just see your kids on their phones doing something and it's like, let's go. Um, how about we step outside, have a little sharing time and um, we'll pray together. Yeah. And that's one step, you yeah. know, doing something fun with them and then praying together. Hmm. And then um, and then find ideas online on how to, I, I don't know, Austin, <laughs> how did you come up with the, the, that folder idea? <laughs> yeah, we need to have a show and tell sometime. I want to see this folder. You see, oh, you should see I it. I want to see this thing. Yeah. Because it it's a co consolidation of our favorite hymns and favorite po po poems. Yeah, right? you know, like the Prayer of St. Francis yeah. or different things like that. And, um, and things from the New England Primer, primer, yeah, yeah. primer, funny things like that. Yeah. Um, that was back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, um, when we were young and had energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and just like, just so I don't know if anyone does listen to this podcast, but <laughs> if there is a listener out there, there there's a few people <laughs> okay. to say the least. <laughs> I'm kind of teasing you there, Lucas. <laughs> That's okay. Teasing I, us. We, I'd still be doing this if it was just yeah. three people. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, Rochelle and I should pray together. Or we haven't been doing that well lately. Um, our family should pray together. We haven't, we have not been doing that well. I've lost some of my kind of self-discipline mojo during COVIDude, I think. Yeah. Um, and part of it is, too, is just probably accepting that... Um, that Daniel's just not going to be around reliably and kind of, I mean, he's going to be off college, you know, God willing next year, he wants to go off to college. And, um, and so go ahead and accept that he's not always going to be there. And just because he's not there doesn't mean we can't do it, you know, with yeah. me, Rochelle and Abby. Um, but you know, husbands and wives, you know, maybe start with, can we set aside a time to pray together as a couple? And we've talked about this, how hard that is to do. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and um, can be just real short, short, and then end it with the Lord's Prayer together. Uh, another thing is um, you have to decide um, how involved you're going to be in the kids' extracurricular activities. So we, I think we are blessed. We chose a little league that didn't have Sunday games. You know, mm -hmm. that was a thing we chose, and we would, Daniel was pretty good at sports. Um, he's not like NFL or NBA material, but he's, he's pretty athletic. And he was on the bubble, but he was good enough at rec baseball where he probably could have done select baseball. But we just... We chose not to do that. And that was me. You know, that was me more than Rochelle or Daniel. I just kind of drew a line and said, we're going to draw yeah. a line. We're not going to have our schedule dictated by kids' sports. Um, was yeah. that hard for, like... Yes, um, 
I think I, I'm more. Wasn't of a hard go, for wasn't hard for me. It yeah, wasn't hard I, for that me. would not be hard for me either at all. Like, but yeah, I'm more of a go getter kind of thing, and so um, it was hard for me. Yeah. But um, Austin made that call, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah, and and Daniel, I don't know how Daniel feels about it. You know, we could ask him if he wishes. Didn't he say? It's all right. I mean, he yeah. has days when he's like, oh, I wish I did that. But yeah. he has days like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has his dad in him, too. I, I would agree with your observation <laughs> here. <laughs> he's a little taller than his dad, but. Um, true. Taller and stronger now. It's pretty annoying. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I've played ball with him a few times, and uh, he. I think he could take you, Austin. Yeah, don't, I won't, I'm not telling him that. Just to, no, just so you know, but I lost he that can't battle. Take me though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Austin or your son? No, my son. Uh, well, I don't know. I'll look at him and say, "What?" <laughs> he, he's buckles, and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, he, he knows this place. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good son that you guys have. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys sharing your thoughts and wisdom and uh, very, very grateful. Would, would there be anything else you guys want to add? I mean, there's so much that could be said, obviously, when it comes to family devotion time and and what that looks like. And um, I've often thought, my father-in-law says often, like, you know, as parents, um, like, how many times am I going to have to tell, pay, you know, my kids to please say thank you or please? Or how many times am I going to have to tell them to brush their teeth? Or how many times am I going to have to tell them to put his pull up on his PJs, you know, like whatever, whatever that is, the answer every single time is always as many times as it takes, <laughs> Right. you know, like th- that's the answer. Like it is many times as it takes. I still ask those questions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask so many questions right now. I'm afraid, but yeah. And, and so just, you know, about the topic of, you know, family devotion, like, well, like, should we start? Yes. Yes. You know, like just take that first step. Um, once a week, once a week or once every two weeks, just take that step. Yeah. And I would say if it's the wife, um, don't nitpick your husband, particularly at the (laughs) beginning. Um, it's, it don't underestimate how, how hard it is to try to start something like that. Yeah. And and you will be tempted to nitpick him or criticize him. Yeah, you can't control it. And um, and you need to get behind him if he is taking baby step steps in that direction. Um, you know, none of this. Can you pick a better time, or can you do this, or can you do that? But just the answer should be immediate. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, you want to do it now? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Oh, yeah. and um, pray, pray, and, pray about it. And, um, right? Yeah. Pray about it. And, um, you know, it's, and I would just go back to that first commandment. Like, do you, do you really love God? And um, stay there for a while. And then, you know, once you make sure that that's a big, strong yes, then then it makes it easier to, to share his truth with your children. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, just to acknowledge the fact that, you know, there's a lot of split homes, you know, mom and dads aren't together anymore and, you know, single dads, single moms raising their kids. And for 
uh, you know, whatever circumstance brought that upon, upon, you know, them and how that transpired, they, they now have, they have two roles, mom and dad, you know, and that's hard. And, um, but God is good. I mean, you look at Timothy, I always say, you know, look at Timothy in the, in the Bible. He's one of the stars of the new Testament. And I think he had an unbelieving Greek dad and a, Mm. a believing mom mom and, and he was a star, you know, so you're not held back just because you don't have two, two strong Christian parents, you know? Amen. So, yeah, I, I didn't have two strong Christian parents. I still don't. So it, yeah, I'm, I'm, that didn't dictate my walk with the <laughs> Lord, you know? It, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thanks Rochelle and Austin. Hey, thanks there. for having us. Yes. I'm, I'm very, very grateful you guys could come on with us today. Thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others can be blessed by the conversation we had today. And we'll see you all next time.